welcome back to the Worcestershire podcast, where we believe if attempted murder is a crime, then attempted comedy is a podcast. And this week, we'll be finishing up the Twilight Saga by covering Breaking Dawn Part 2. Say hi, guys. Hi, I'm Suna. Hi, I'm Sadie. And I'm Adzum. And welcome to the Worcestershire, everyone. So we've been covering this Twilight series for a while. Um, and finale, I guess, of the saga, we see... Um, Bella has turned into a vampire and now she's a newborn and living her best life with her newly husband, Edward, and she has a baby. Um, And one of the biggest things in this movie is that we find out Renesmee, Bella and Edward's child, is not immortal and not mortal. It's half vampire, half human. And the Volturi find out about her and there's this big lead up to a... um, conflict because they believe the child is immortal and I'm oh, sorry yes immortal and they think that can be really dangerous so they're coming to kill Renesme. basically that's the summary of the movie let's get let's kick right into it so now you said you had a lot let's of thoughts I did have a lot of thoughts um, okay is this the first time you're watching it though yes this is the first time I watched it okay um, I, I had read the book like a, a century ago literally um, in my oh, so you are a vampire. A vampire. <laughs> I am. I am a vampire, and I read this book a century ago. But this was my first time read uh, watching the movie. Like I have many thoughts, but my first thought is I didn't hate it. Right? Yeah, it was probably the best of the movies, which I wasn't expecting because it was the worst of the books. I think um, by the time the last movie came around, they actually like had chemistry and a plot more than he's a vampire and I'm not. <laughs> and also like. This is going to be a spoiler. I'm jumping to the end there. But my biggest issue with the book when I read it was, and I'll remember it to the day I die, was how the whole book built up so much, this big fight that was going to happen with the were- with the Volturi. And literally it was the most disappointing scene you've ever read because it was just them getting there and talking about their feelings and then walking away. Um, <laughs> and I know that largely happens in the book too. But at least I have a pretend fighting scene just before that. Yeah. <laughs> and at least it did and at least it didn't feel like you just had all this build up for nothing. So like imagine you're reading and that whole thing has happened, except that fighting sequence isn't there at all. That's what it was like. It was a real anticlimactic moment. It was really flat. It was really like, God, that's boring. Like you've spent the whole book building up to this event and that is such a downer. Um, and the, even though I had, I was expecting that nothing was going to happen at that fight, the movie had me fooled. When, um, you know, they started fighting and like Carlisle died, I was like, oh my God, they went a different direction. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was fooled. I have to say I was fooled. I was like, oh my God, they changed it. It's an actual fight. It wasn't. But like, was it wasn't. Action, action. It wasn't. It was still they talk about their feelings and walked away. But there was still a really good action scene in there, and I thought the action scene was really well done. Yeah, it was. Um, the first time I watched this movie, I hadn't read the books, so I watched all the movies mm. first, and um, I had like the scare of my life when Carlisle died. I was like, no, I can't believe this has happened. Yeah. And, you know. The wolves are dying. Everyone's dying. Yeah, same. And, like, the thing is, I should have realised, but I didn't. I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. 
<laughs> yeah, the the fight scene they had in this one was super good. I wasn't like when I first watched it, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. But this has got to be my favorite movie of the series. This mm-hmm. one and number one, they're tied for first. Yeah, like it wasn't unproblematic as far as fight scenes go, but it was fairly good. I thought. Yeah, yeah. It was it was intense and like people were dying left, right, and center, and just, it was so good. I like that in the fight scene that Arrow and a few of the other Voltorb members are just standing there watching the chaos, not getting involved, yeah. and no one's going for them. <laughs> Exactly. That was one of the problems I had with it. I'm like, you've been fighting for like a solid half an hour. Why are you just still standing there and no one has touched you? I know. Uh, it's, it was weird. How e- easy is it to rip a vampire's head off? They just pop off like nothing. Like you think they'd be dying more often than this. Well, they're super strong. Yeah, but so should their necks be then. Their own necks should be. <laughs> so should their necks be. <laughs> so should their necks be. Their necks should also be strong then. It, it's like a design flaw if the person is super strong but their neck is weak as or like regular strength. Everyone has you're gonna have people, their Achilles heel or their vampire neck, okay? Even the humans that we've seen that have gotten killed on this, their heads didn't rip off that easy. But vampire heads are popping off everywhere. Because that's the only way to kill a vampire. Yeah, but shouldn't they have a stronger neck? relative to this how strong is your neck no i'm not a vampire are you telling me that are you telling me in like human movies when you see people like twisting the other person's neck or like you know popping their heads off it's the same thing their strength is equal to their neck strength Mm, no it was coming off way too easy that's what i'm saying it wasn't equal to their neck strength as if did you see okay so like carlisle's head was clear off but did you see how far they struggled to get arrow's head off also carlisle's head popped off because of the momentum of being in the air and everything with it yeah, yeah. he was jumping right, that's what, what about, i was gonna say yeah what about jasper's he was being held down by two other vampires i can't remember his head popping off so and there was like um there's a whole bunch of other people whose names i don't know i'm at a disadvantage because i don't know anyone's name but these heads were just like popping off it's like freaking popcorn going off <laughs> pop, 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 pop. When those two blonde girls were killing that um that Dakota Fanning's character, did you see them like rip her? Yes, so she had like the most realistic head rip off. I don't remember the two blonde girls killing Jane. I thought it was the wolves that ripped up Jane apart. Yeah, it was, but Oh maybe. Who were the who were the blonde girls Another, killing? Um, I, I think it was um Jane's brother. They grabbed him by the mouth and pulled his head open. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's no, what they right. did. She was killed by the wolf. They delivered her to the wolf. Yeah, they did. I think they delivered her to Leah for killing Seth. Oh, I see. Is that what it was? I can't tell any of the wolves yeah. apart. They need name tags. Well, you just need to watch it more times and you'll start to recognize the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no idea. Like, especially, so I was keeping count of who was dying because, like I said, when I first started watching it, I thought this was a real sequence. So I'm keeping notes of who is dying. And I just wrote down some wolf, some wolf died, another wolf died. <laughs> Some more wolves have gone. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know who any of the wolves were. Well, the one that got squished and died first mm. um, and that was whimpering and it made yeah. like Jacob howl from afar, that was Seth. Yeah. And then the one that oh, no. she got deli- Jane got delivered to, yeah, the one that she got delivered to, Jane got delivered to, was Leah, the, the sister. 
see. I'm just going to take Autumn's word for it because I don't know their colours. Or well, I can tell Jacob apart and that's it. What about the werewolf that fell in the hole? I'm guessing that was Leah. I think that was Jared because Leah was there to kill Jane. I don't even know who Jared is normally as a human. <laughs> One of Jacob's friends. <laughs> sure. I just know Jacob, Sam, and Seth, and that's all I know. I know Sam, Jacob, Emery, Leah. I'm at an unfair advantage because when I was like 14, 13 to 14, I read nothing besides this werewolf fan fiction. And they all had photos and everything attached to it all the time. Just be honest. When I was 14 to 44. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I ain't done yet. Called out, Arzum. Called um, out. I'm not even mad. She's not wrong. <laughs> like, but I read a lot more when I was like 14. Because <laughs> now you have a job. <laughs> yeah, now I have to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what stops you. Um, yeah, now that we got the um, fight scene out of the way, did we want to start at earlier events in the movie? Like Bella waking <laughs> up? Starting from the end and working our way back. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, let's start with um, Bella's change. What did you guys think of her change? Her hair still looks stupid. Her hair is stunning. Get lost. Yeah, I was going to say I loved her hair in this movie. They don't know where they're parting her hair. It's not a side part. It's not like a middle part. It's just there. Wow. I think her hair looks fantastic. Like, I would not be mad if I woke up and I had that hair. You guys are only saying that because your hair's, like, not that thick. Her hair is also not that thick. You could see the extensions in it. And? So what's the problem? I didn't like it. Her hair could have been better. Like, if you're a vampire, you're supposed to be perfect. Wait. Yeah, because you have thick hair, you can't like someone else's hair. Yeah. Also, do you think your hair opinions are more valid because you have a thick hair? Yes. Like, you don't count. You, have, you don't have thick hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My question was more around like, so she's changed now, right? She's become immortal, mm. and we discussed at the in the last episode that she becomes her best self, right? That's why she had glitter eyeshadow as soon as she changed. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, why does her best self include a fashion upgrade? Now she's in money. She had the fashion upgrade before she even went to the honeymoon. True. But this is the second part of my um, question. So, who decides what the fashion standard for vampires is? Because they're alive over vast periods of time, right? So, like, when she changed, her hair changed, her whatever changed, her makeup even changed. Who sets the law on what looks good for their best selves? Because fashions change over time. Like, if she was to change in the 80s and she changed into her best self, she would 100% have big curly hair. No. No. Why not? No. She would change to her best self visually and then you can change the rest. Like, it's all cosmetic after that. Well, you can't really. We were talking about this before. You shouldn't be able to cut hair and then have it grow back and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you're not going to cut it, are you? You're going to tie it up or you're going to... I don't know. Like, it's not like she's going to wake up and her hair's dropped off. The standards for fashion change over time. And everyone in the Cullens family seems to be modern. Is that a coincidence? All their best time, all their best selves are just modern. And this is what they would have looked like even if they were turned in the 15th century. There's photos and videos, like, not photos. There's flashbacks of them having turned earlier on, right? They're basically just the same with, like, different clothes. 
No, they have different hair and stuff too. See, that's because you can style it. That was before she turned into a vampire. Your physical appearance will change and then you can just style yourself according to the decade you're in. But she didn't. She just woke up like that. Yeah, she's a natural beauty. I don't know what to tell you, mate. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. They don't really style themselves. They just wake up like that. And I thought Bella looked amazing, like in everything she wore. But um, oh yeah, she did. Just, like, I'm just worried. Of, I'm just curious about how does that get decided? Because your best self yeah. will also be dictated by the fashion of the day. Correct. Mm. I I feel like it definitely would. So, for example, eyebrows fashion has changed in our lifetime do you remember the thin pencil lines of the 90s yes and then do you remember the pink ones of this decade so if bella changed in the 90s she would have thin ass eyebrows unless they would be like thick is she now stuck for all eternity with her thin ass eyebrows because that was the fashion in this in this movie somewhere Edward told Bella to, like, go take a shower. So I'm guessing if they're going to shower, they're also going to do self-hygiene. Maybe she plucks them. I think them. that's just more for luxury. That's not what we saw at the end of the last movie, though. She was completely done up with her makeup on as she tra- transformed. I don't know, bro. I think you're laughing in the face of science here, to be honest. Because <laughs> we saw Bella clearly just woke up like that. And are you telling me if she was transformed in 1990, she would have woke up in the exact same way, with the exact same hair and the exact same makeup? I don't know. She would have woken up according to whatever's cool that the the movie makers make. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Something I found funny about this is that for most of the movie – Bella does get a fashion upgrade where she's dressing very sleek and modern and she looks like a Cullen, right? Like she looks really good, mm. but she's wearing like yeah. heeled boots for most of it. Cause now she can walk in them. Yeah. Cause that's her best self. Yeah. But it's only at the end of the movie when, you know, the quote unquote fight is over that she's back to wearing like regular jeans and sneakers and stuff. It's like she had to yeah. fight for success to be a Cullen and now she's um, dressed for success to be a Cullen dressed to fight yeah. in her heels and now she can be a comfortable hobo self again. To be fair though, apparently Alice had picked out her wardrobe when she was out. Yeah. Yeah, and that was so yeah. bitchy. I have that note here where she goes into her yeah. cupboard and she's like, Edward's like, oh, Alice picked out, your, got you some clothes and stuff. She's like, I can tell. Like, okay, yeah. Bella. Sorry, you were dead. She got you some clothes. Yeah, I know. But also my next thing about her clothing was you know what she okay, she wakes she wakes up, she's wearing that blue dress, she looks fabulous. But she goes hunting in it. At least wear freaking yeah. runners. But she she took off her heels, so she was running barefoot. But she was like she went hunting in that dress that she was wearing. Like, mate, change it to some acting yeah. wear. Oh, uh, when she was when she, when I was watching the movie, that was like yeah. one of the first things that popped into my mind. Like she's eating this mountain lion as a first hunt. And she was in like this Dior dress. I don't know if it's Dior or not, but it's like a fancy dress. Like, mate, what are you doing? And then she went on to um, yeah. she went to the fight scene, and she's in like athleisure wear, like one of those um soccer mums that are dropping the kids off to soccer. That's yeah. not the vibe I got from her outfit at all. Really, you know those boozy yeah, mums? Like, no. Yeah. No, she was wearing like fitted black pants and a leather jacket. 
and she was like wearing heels. She looked like she looked great. She didn't look like a soccer mum or anything. Not that, so not that soccer mums don't look good. Look, that was like an athleisure word that a soccer mum. It was a more casual outfit. I don't think though. it was athleisure though. No. But it was a more casual outfit. It I wouldn't call it athleisure. Like if you saw someone running around in the woods, it would be a less sus outfit to be running around in. Like, cause are these people trying yeah, to wear their right. as well? Like that's the thing with her running around in that dress. Like at least if someone sees you, you don't look like you've just been kidnapped from a formal and shoved into the woods. Like at least put on some active wear so that you can say, I was out for a run. Anyway, I thought she looked great um, at all at all times throughout this movie. She was styled really great. Yeah, even though I do agree, she should have not looked like she's just run out of like a hostage situation when she was hunting. Yeah. They're just trying to blow their cover at this stage. Like, wouldn't you think to make up a plan for if somebody does see you out there? Um, the thing that like got me as well is that she woke up and she's like, Edward, and they're like, you know, kissing and being all like, oh my God, you're beautiful, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, come on, you must be thirsty. And then she's like, oh, yeah, my throat. <laughs> the whole, they kept saying that they have this uncontrollable thirst, but you have time to make out first. She's not yeah. like every other it's, newborn. It's controllable. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying once he, t- yeah, but it's, um, my point is that like, like, oh, it's uncontrollable thirst. It's this, it's that. And then she is so like, I don't know, her power is restraint, right? And she's like super controlling of her body or whatever. Yeah. But she only remembers that she's thirsty when Jacob, not Jacob, Edward reminds her. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> My throat. I like when she's out doing her newborn shit. Edward's just like, isn't she amazing? Isn't she beautiful? And everyone's just like, no, <laughs> she's doing everything like normal. She's not like other hunters. Um, yeah. Um, can I just say something though? How creepy is CGI baby Renesme? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Why didn't they just use a real baby? No go. It's got to be CGI. Like there wasn't even anything that the baby did that was like couldn't be done by a regular baby. You absolutely did not need a CGI baby, and it scared me. There's also those like really creepy dolls that they use for like props when they're not going to use a real baby. You know the ones that look really mm. realistic. They could have used one of those. It would have been the same thing. That baby looked like my comment when we first saw the baby was that that baby looks older than me already. It was a very creepy baby. <laughs> and it had like a, the face of a full adult. Okay. Yeah. But which right. which newborn baby actually looks like a newborn baby? They all look like old men or wrinkly potatoes. Yeah, but that baby, like because it was growing so quick, it wasn't even close to a newborn baby. So I brought that bit, but it actually looked like a 70 year old person. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I made a note of when Jake saw her for the first time. And he was, like, surprised that she looked the same, except for the creepy eyes. I like when Bella told him that he stinks. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you smell. <laughs> I liked it when, uh, when Charlie said to her, you look like my daughter, but you're not. Yeah. The thing with the Charlie thing, though, for me is, um, like, so they don't tell him, but he now obviously knows something's up, right? He's seen this baby change before his eyes. He's seen something's weird with Bella. Like, a couple of issues here. Yeah. The first issue is, just like how Bella freaking figured it, figured it out with much less clues, why can't Charlie now figure out what's going on? She was born to be a vampire, okay? She, he just wouldn't get yeah. it. I've never felt more alive than when I was dead. Yeah. So literally, he has way more clues than she ever had. Like, what is stopping him from figure it, figuring it out? And that's the first of all. Second of all, so apparently they haven't told him to protect him. Um, but like, if the Volturi see that he's all up in their business, they're just gonna assume he knows. 
So you may as well, at that point, if he's in the, in the thick of it, just tell him so he knows what's going on. Yeah, I like how their grand plan was, oh, by the way, we're going to tell Charlie you're dead now. Yeah. Yeah, like, as if that wouldn't raise more questions. Like, I'm sorry, you took my daughter to her honeymoon. She came back. She was extremely sick. You wouldn't let me see her, and now she's dead. Yeah, and the I man is like the sheriff of the, con- the, of the county. Like, he's, yeah. he's the sheriff. He's not going to look into his own daughter's death? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. And the other thing was, like, why did they have to leave? Why didn't they let Bella age out for a couple of years and then move like they have been doing? Why did she have to die now because she changed? Yeah, I don't know. It was just dumb. I think it was because they were like, Charlie's going to want to see her, but her thirst is too strong. Because it was way more suspicious for, like, them to have someone die every time they get married. <laughs> like, that is way more suspicious. Just, like, be like, oh, yeah. she got some work done. She looks fabulous. And stay there for a bit, then move. Also, she adopted this niece slash daughter. <laughs> I know. Who is growing at an incredible rate. <laughs> like, that's harder to explain than why Bella looks slightly different. Also... Like, these people in Forks have got maybe about another five years max before people start questioning why they're not aging. So they need to leave, like, ASAP. And what are they going to do with Charlie then? Yeah, well, exactly. They're going to have to tell him, right? Yeah. You can't just sort of, like... Or or the whole family's going to die. Yeah. And the other thing was, where was Renee in all of this? She came to the wedding, bro. What else do you want? She came to the wedding, but then her daughter disappeared and almost died. She didn't care? She's in Jacksonville. They didn't tell her so she doesn't panic. I'm sure she knew. She didn't try to call her daughter at all. It's been months now. No. No. Either you don't talk to her for a couple of weeks because she's on her honeymoon. You don't talk to her for months after that either? No. Okay. No further questions that you're on. She's just so <laughs> in love with her new husband, the baseball star. Phil. Is the name Bill or Phil? Yeah. Phil. Bill. Phil. <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you it's Phil. Oh, Phil. P-H-I-L, Phil. Yes. Is it Bill or Phil? Phil. Bill. Okay, no, (laughs) Phil. Bill. Okay, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bill. Something I wanted to bring up is... The scene where Jacob and Bella are fighting it out because he she finds out about Jacob imprinting. Yeah. Um. So Jacob goes up to her and is like, Bella, before you get mad, it's a wolf thing and, you know, I have no control over it. And it's just like the most like, I don't know, weird scene ever. And she's like, Jacob, you imprinted on my daughter? She's a baby. The, the voice. Jacob. <laughs> Let me tell you, she was not her best self in that scene. <laughs> no. Her mouth was fully disappearing when she was screaming at him. And she had him by, like, the neck. And yeah. no one is helping him. Like, she, in her newborn heightness of um, strength and whatever, she could have just, like, easily killed him. He's not even in his full form yet. See, he had a stronger neck than all those vampires at the end. Their necks would have popped off three times by then. I like how she was like, I don't care, Jacob. I don't care if you, you think just because you imprinted your moronic wolfy thing claim, you have a moronic wolfy claim on her, she's mine. Yeah. Like, what was that meant to be? The whole thing just made me cringe. Like, Bella, get her life. Like, I get it. Like, it's creepy. He shouldn't have imprinted on her. Like, I'm with you. But, like, she's also not yours. She's her own person. Also, I like the nickname Nessie better than the full name Renesmee. 
Yeah. You nickname my... No one said what it was. I just went, uh, 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 and then said, yeah, and laughed. <laughs> no one said the quote. <laughs> you can fill it in, Ansem. I didn't want to step on her tie. She didn't want to step on mine. I don't know. Yeah, I think we say it in sync. Go. No, we're too polite. You say it. You say it, Anzo. You say it. No, say it. No, Anzo. You I say it. Did you joke her? You did such a good job with your impressions, Anzo. It's only fair that you say it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's like, Jacob? You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> Jacob? <laughs> Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> was it just after this scene that Emmett brings out the rock? No, it was um later on. Yeah. I like that scene as well, where he brings out the rock and they do a little um arm wrestling contest. I like how she just happily punches a rock. She's like, <laughs> punch, 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 punch. Yeah, like what is that? Oh, uh, my favorite pick me moment of the whole movie though of Bella is when it's again mm. her birthday. No one else has had a birthday for like the last five years, but Bella has. She's had two. Yeah. Um, and she's like, birthday. I stopped aging three days ago. Like, she's still too cool to like her birthday. They gave her yeah. a pro- oh, yeah, they gave her the house, didn't they? I like how they're the only ones, like, in the giant woods, they're the only ones that have their own house. The rest of them still have to, like, share rooms next to their adoptive parents. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's because none of them wanted to live with Bella. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'm there was worry. that creepy scene towards the end where she got, like, a bag of cash and a letter ready for her kid. And she was, like, the to-go bag mm-hmm. for Renesme and um, Jacob. Like, while she was packing that bag, the, that random vampire comes in and it's like, thinking she's going to bolt. Like, what are you doing in her separate house anyway? Like, they were all there. Like, no, like, your guests, but you weren't in Bella's house. They were staying at Carlisle's house. So if Bella popped over, if Bella popped over to her own house to get her kids to-go bag ready and you just waltzed in without announcing yourself and knocking on her door, then that's the creepiness on your end, dude. Shouldn't have done that. I didn't even realise she went to her own house for that scene. I didn't pay attention to which house was which. But also, he doesn't like people. Like, when he got to Carlisle's house as well, he just invited himself to the attic as soon as he got there. Valid. I would have done the same thing. He's like, I'm going to the attic. (laughs) I totally would have done the same thing. I like how you're like, Valid, you would not have done the same thing. You would be that house guest that's too awkward to ask for anything. You'd be like... Oh, cool. Good night, everyone. I'll just cover myself with this napkin. <laughs> I don't want to inconvenience people. You're not inviting yourself to the attic. Exactly. You're going to sleep on the floor with no pillow and a napkin. And be like, no, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> this, is how, this is how I sleep at home, too. <laughs> I know the floor's so good for your back. Also... Jokes on you, because if I was a vampire guest anyway, I wouldn't need to sleep anyway. Okay, I, they don't I even have beds. If you were a vampire guest, you would still be like, "Oh, it's fine. I'll just like sit in this like mud patch while there's nowhere else to sit. I, I sit in the mud at home too." Actually, guys, I don't even drink water. I just live on air moisture. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, no, it's okay. I'll go home to hunt. I don't want to take any of your animals. Uh, so I would take the addict, Mish. 
Don't believe that for a second. I would ask. Okay, fun fact, guys. Sadie is so awkward that one time we went to the hairdresser and, like, me, Sadie, and our mum were getting our hair done. So we were there for, like, eight hours because it was one hairdresser. And the whole time she had to use the bathroom, but she didn't want to ask where the bathroom was. So she held her pee for eight hours. <laughs> for context. You couldn't just you couldn't just help me out and just go pee before me so I could ask you and you could show me. You Okay, you know you know for a fact I'm severely dehydrated. I don't drink water. I didn't have to go. I do, yes. Exactly. I can go for days without the liquid. <laughs> 120% of Arzum's headaches is because she doesn't drink water. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised she doesn't have more of them. She probably does, but she's just gotten so used to it. Yeah. She's just gotten used to it. But yeah, with that guy, I don't know if he thought she was running away, but I think he picked up that she was sending her kid away. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I, that's how I, think I read he it. I don't think he thought... Too. Same. Yeah, I don't think he thought Bella was running away. He still shouldn't have been in a house. I think his point was that you'd think there's not going to be a fight, but you're still packing for your daughter to have to run. Like, yeah, you don't believe that it's going to go okay. Well, obviously that man doesn't have children because you prepare for the worst in any scenario. Like, it doesn't matter if he had children or not, to be honest with you. You just prepare yourself for the worst case scenario in any situation. Sadie, that's just you. I'm sorry. Are you about to go into battle <laughs> thinking about rainbows and butterflies and like, we're not going to fight. It's cool. You're not going to prepare yourself like yeah. at all. Yeah, but you think you're going into battle when you go to the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, those are my two moves. Um, Suspicious and anxiety. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Um, unrelated, uh, but related to our show, but unrelated to Sadie's anxiety. <laughs> Bella's back, you know, to being a vampire and Rosalie's taking care of Renesme and they're just immediately like having vampire sex, right? Mm. She's just like, oh man, this is amazing. You don't have to eat, drink, catch your breath. How does anyone do anything else? How cringe, first of all. And yeah. second of all, even more cringe when they're like, it took Rosalie and an, an, a decade to stop. Yeah. Like, I know. It was so awkward. It was and so Emmett awkward. makes her sex comments as well. Yeah, like, and this is all, can I remind you all that this is all born from the mind of Stephanie Meyer. She is twisted. Yeah. Can I just say, I had a, like, I had a thought just now, right? Everyone can read thoughts, right? So yeah. in that decade that Emily and, what, no, not Emily, what's, the, what's their names? Rosalie, Rosalie. and Emmett <laughs> couldn't stop. That's their couple name, Emily. Right? Mm-hmm. They couldn't stop. Was he like, is that is that classified as voyeurism? If he's tapping into their brains, like, is he running away from them? Like, what is he doing? I mean, if he can't help it. Well, I th- yeah, he's heard it all, I guess. He can help it. And the idea is that he tunes into people. But he taught himself to do that, right? Yeah, exactly. So he can It was, do like, that. overwhelming at first. And then he taught himself to zone out. Yeah. And that's why, like, Bella was, like, a welcome relief for him because he just couldn't hear her. Yeah. yeah, and then that bitch in the end scene, she's like, here, hear my thoughts. 
have my thoughts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which who? Bella in the end scene. That bitch in the end, Bella. Oh, I see. You were once relieved, but now that we're married, you can hear everything. Is that what she was doing? Was she showing him her thoughts? Yes. Yes. Yeah, her thoughts about him. I thought she just compiled a mental scrapbook. Okay, so she's like, I want to show you something. And you see her Mm. aura wave over to him. And then you see the flashbacks and everything. And she's showing him what she thought every time she was with him. Mm, I thought it was just like a... How do we know that's what she thought when she saw him? To me, it was just she put together a bunch of images and showed him. Also, can we just say how awkward they looked in the first one? Like, having seen them now in full vampire form, like, five, six years after the fact of, like, they met or whatever, and then flashing back to their first day of school, she looked like a pumpkin. She looked like what? She looked like a white pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. First of all, she did not. Second of all, I've been telling you guys for ages, the first Twilight is the worst. They're so awkward. It's so bad. That's because they're 17 and dumb there, but now they're 19 and mature. <laughs> now they're 19 and even dumber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really awkward with all that sex stuff. And um... and Emmett commenting on it was as well was so weird. When he's like, done already? Like, what the hell? Yeah, uh, and I'm telling you, all of this awkward cringiness comes from Stephanie Meyer's mind. It's not normal. I would die if I wrote a book like this. I know. <laughs> I would just die. But the other thing was, how didn't they break more stuff? Because now they both have superhuman strength. Yeah, I know. So she's like, oh, so on the honeymoon, you really were holding back. And he's like, yeah, I was. And then the house is perfectly intact here. They just don't care because now they have to clean up after themselves and have random Brazil housekeepers to take care of it for them. Yeah. And especially that she's like super strengthy newborn. Shouldn't they like have, yeah, ruined basically all of Forks? And also they ripped the perfectly nice blue dress that she was hunting in 10 minutes ago. I know. That was her hunting dress. (laughs) Nothing is sacred. Yeah, I just thought the whole... Like, anything sexual-related that happening happened in this series was really cringe and uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like there can be tasteful sex scenes, right? Like, it's fine. Mm. It doesn't need to be a big thing. But these ones were mm. just so cringe. Like, the, I don't know. Everything about it was terrible. Agreed. The thing that I want to talk about next, it kind of starts with the scene where um, Jacob is telling Charlie about Bella. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. But I'm going to use this as an example for two different things in this movie. Why in this movie, when people need to tell someone that's going to kind of blow their mind something, why do they just bring that thing out rather than give them a warning and tell them about it first? Like, for example, like Jacob is going to tell Charlie about werewolves. So he's like, oh, there's something you don't know. I'm going to show you something. He starts stripping and turning into a wolf. Like, why don't you just sit him down for a minute? Get him used to the idea that werewolves exist and that you are going to demonstrate it to him. But why do you just turn into a And wolf? get naked behind a tree. <laughs> yeah. Like, he might laugh in your face, sure, but you've got him ready to the idea. And then, like, why did he growl yeah. at him after he changed? Like, what was the point of that? He looked like he was going to rip his head off. Why? Yeah, I don't know. But then he just... But when he, like, lies down in front of him, I couldn't help but think of Rufus going drop when he's angry at Otto. Oh, baby. He's so beautiful. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, like, like, 
He's just been yelling at Otto. You're like, Rufus, drop. And he's like, and his little teeth are still sticking out. Yeah, he's still slightly mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, for me, it was like, well, why didn't you, first of all, give him a heads up, then change? And then why did you growl at him like that? Like, you're going to attack him. And then the other time that this happens yeah. is when Bella and Edward take Renesmee to their cousins to be like, oh, I need to tell you about this girl that's not immortal. And they just randomly get out yeah. a child that they all think is obviously an immortal child. Like, why don't you tell them first before you bring out your child? You are putting your child in danger. Wouldn't you be like, hey, I need to show you something. It's, you might, you know, I need to set your expectations. It's not dangerous. This happened. We now have a child. She's not immortal. I'm going to introduce Check her, her to you. Check her out. Check her out. I drive this brother's crazy. I do it on the daily. I drive these Volturi crazy. I do it on the daily. They treat me really badly. They yeah. try to kill me and my family. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, exactly. So, like, wouldn't you do that? Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you be upfront and honest? No like... shock value. And then um, the other thing that I liked about um, Jacob telling Charlie, though, was when Charlie comes to the house and sees Bella. So, like, Jacob hasn't told Charlie what Bella is, just that she's different because they're not telling him. Anyway, when, she, when he yeah. comes to the house and he sees that she's changed and stuff, he's like, oh, do you turn into some kind of animal too? And Jacob's like, she wishes she was that awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like that. I that like was that. Good. That was a quality line from Jacob. Um, one thing I didn't like about Jacob telling Charlie, though, is like, he's like, okay, hey, Charlie, I need to talk to you. Bella's okay. But by the way, I'm a wolf. <laughs> like, I know. What was the point of that? Bella's fine. She's changed. But also, grr. <laughs> Yeah, because he was telling her that she's different and he gave an example of what yeah. that means because he was like, um, you, you don't live in the world you think you do. Um, so yeah, I know. Her, him a heads up. But, yeah, this is another thing. Like, after all of these clues, how is Charlie not figuring this out? Mm. Something I wanted to say was I like that Bella's new step-siblings are Leah and Seth. Oh. Yeah, so Charlie's girlfriend is Sue Clearwater, so that's the mum. And yeah. Leah and Seth only turned when the dad died in the woods in, like, the first movie. No, they're like, here's two single people, shove them together. I don't want to invent a new character. Yeah. And then um, we did see that Irina came back. Yeah. Yes, she did. And um, my question here is, why does she look so much like Rosalie? She doesn't. She does. She does look similar. They're basically the same person. I either have, like, facial blindness. I swear, I think I have some form of mild facial blindness. I'm not even joking. <laughs> mild. <I'm> constantly... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so many it's times mild. you've told me stories where someone you know well is, like, staring you straight in the face and you're like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. I have trouble recognising people out of context. That's one. <laughs> like, if I say... And this has happened to me before. Like, I've seen someone from work that I've worked with a lot, like, rand- like a random street, and they said hello to me. I didn't know who they were. It just didn't register in my mind who that was. Okay, yeah. well, one time I remember sort of working in the city at the time, and I was working at a fast food chain in the same city, like, 
close to her work and Suna actually came in to like look for me to be like when's your shift over I'll take you home because I'm done with work and she's staring right at me and I'm like waving and she's looking past me to be like where is my sister and you knew I worked there and that I was on shift (laughs) I don't recognize you in a different context (laughs) the context you were expecting to find me in And also, my face looks like your face. <laughs> I literally do this all the time. Like, if I'm meeting my husband somewhere, he always sees me first. Like, I don't see him. He's like, I'm staring at you. I'm like, I don't see you. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> Which direction are you in? <laughs> He's like, I'm staring right at you. <laughs> I don't know where you are. <laughs> Um, so Minnie worst sister story. I just wanted to say it while I remember it. So Suna and I look a lot alike. So people have said, I don't think we look that alike where you can't tell us apart, but on several occasions, yeah. like, okay. So for context, one time me and Suna were walking through Kmart and Suna walked around the corner and then I walked around the co- corner and he was like, some random guy was like, oh, there's two of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't look that much alike. You guys don't I look know, that similar. Don't. No, you guys look similar, but it's not that much. And um, someone at... Saying that, though, there was that time that Arzum took a photo of herself and smells like, would you get that photo of me? And she I know, know, and we've said this before. There was a time where I looked at the photo of Suna and I was like, "Where are? who are these people? Where was I? <laughs> um, Idiot. But... Yeah, a lot of people tell us we look very much alike. and um, The best one, though, for people getting uh, me and Arzul confused was the mechanic. Was it me that dropped off the car and you picked up the car? Yes, you dropped off the car. Yeah. So I dropped off Arzul's car because she had to go to work or whatever, or it was on my way. I don't remember. Whatever reason it worked out, I dropped Arzul's car off at the mechanic and she was going to pick it up in the afternoon. And um, the guy mentioned to me something. I forget. I even forget what it was. But he mentioned to me something and I forget, forgot to tell Arzum. And when she went back to pick it up, he was like telling her the same thing. She's like, oh, I didn't realise that. And he's like, I told you about that this morning. And she's like, you didn't talk to me this morning. I was not here. <laughs> <laughs> no. It doesn't help that you guys run around with like the same yeah. clothes. <laughs> it's true. On more than one occasion, Sunan and I have rocked up to places wearing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the other thing that me and Snow get sometimes is people think either we're twin sisters or a couple for some reason, <laughs> nothing in between. Do you remember when we went to look at the apartment? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. So one time, Sandy, me and Snow went to go look at an apartment just for fun because one of our hobbies is to go look at open homes because it's always like the funnest thing to do, right? I love doing that. That's also one of my favorite things. Well, when you come here, we can go as a thruple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because me and Suna walked into this apartment and um, they, like, asked Suna, like, oh, are you, like, looking to buy? Like, what's going on? And Suna and I have this weird thing where we'll sometimes just make up personas when we go places. <laughs> She's like, yeah, my name's Beth and I'm Sophie or whatever. Um <laughs> And, yeah, we're looking at maybe buying an apartment. So this guy comes up to us and, like, gives her fake Beth details. And she's like, yeah, maybe, like, just having a look around. We might 
be looking into getting to the market. But she's like meaning we as in her and her partner. And he's like asking her, what do you think? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I have to ask my partner. And the guy kind of turns and looks at me like, what do you think? And I was like, oh, no, not me. Like her husband. (laughs) So, So, okay, let me get this straight. So in your free time, you guys like to go to open homes, make up personas, and then correct them when they try to ask if you're a couple. Yes, because we look the same. It would totally fit. How creepy is it that when people date people who look exactly like them? Okay, so quick question for you guys. Um, Dating or siblings, Rosalie and Arena? (laughs) Cousins (laughs) is the answer. (laughs) Cousins is the answer. Also, how are these cousins related to them if they're all adopted? Like, who are they adopted related to? I think it's just kind of like how we have aunties that aren't related to us. They're just people that are, like, significant in their lives and they count them as family because they're also vegetarians. I see. Vegetarian cousins. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Irina comes back and sees the child and she had come back to apologise and make the peace, but she was like, I see a child, I'm going to the Volturi, bye. Yeah. Immediately. I am making peace with these bitches. But I did like at the end when she does come back and like Arrow's like, is this the child you saw? She immediately owns up to it. She's like, yes, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Like, And then they killed her anyway. Um, yeah, I know. I'm like, why? Like from afar, you all thought she was a vampire child. Yeah, I thought this was the greatest injustice of the movie because like, if that was a vampire child and she didn't tell, they would have killed her. And so she sees a vampire child or what she thinks is a vampire child. How was she supposed to know this was some hybrid child? Also, seeing this movie now made sense to me why they killed that random 12-year-old in the last movie. My issue with that is that, like, I don't think a 12-year-old is the same as, like, an immortal toddler, like, that has tantrums and stuff. Like, a 12-year-old is a bit more, like, understanding of a situation than, like, a 5-year-old. They're they're prepubescent, mate. You can't control that. I guess not. As someone who doesn't have kids, kids only have a very limited sweet spot. Every age is a problem age. What is a sweet spot? I feel like after they're six months and before they're like two. And then also when they're like in years three and four and five, maybe year three, four, five, and then never again. Um, What did you guys think of Alice and Jasper running off into the night, not saying anything? Because I just not afford them for the movie because there was a lot more cast. Like, Well, the whole they just disappeared thing made no sense. So, like, first of all, why can't you say, hey, I think I know a child, like, I know somebody who's like, lives like this. We're going to go find them. That note that they left for, for them about, oh, we've gone away. And then Bella puts mm-hmm. it together like the mastermind that she is, that it was the Yeah, but this is from a book. <laughs> yeah. And then Bella's like, oh, Alice made sure that only I would get that message because they sh- they knew that the Volturi couldn't read my mind. And it's like, um, Alice dumb because like literally anyone else could have solved that puzzle too. How is that yeah. such a puzzle that only Bella could solve it? And also isn't the Volturi's thing that they can only read their mind and see everything that's happened when he touches her? That's why they want Edward to join because he can do it from afar. I don't know, but like, let's say that they got there and they touched them, whatever. It was meant to be so that they didn't know where the kid was, let's say, because that's what, what she ended up going and getting that thing. It literally would have been better if Alice straight up told Bella to her face and didn't risk A, her not 
understanding the message or B, somebody else understanding the message. Yeah, no one else realizes, oh, the front page says the Merchant of Venice has clearly been ripped out of something. And she almost missed it too. Like she didn't get it straight away. She yeah. got it later on. Also, obviously that this meeting with this Jay Jenks guy was set mm. from before. Like Jasper set it up. Jenks yeah. is such a common name. How do you find the right Jay Jenks in Seattle? So Alice sees in her vision that the Volturi found out and they're coming. And she knows that they're coming when the snow falls. First of all, what is taking the Volturi so long to get here? Like, are they looking for cheap flights? Like, what is it? No, they're building witnesses as well. The Volturi, they all just live there. Just gather them. Right. Remember, they were traveling around getting a bunch of other people to join their thing. That's why there's, there's that scene where they're seeing that yeah, guy in the alley. The and colors. he's like, I would never join Carlisle. No. Yeah. The Volturi, Jane oh. and Alec go into an alleyway and find a guy and he's like I would never join the Cullens I swear kind of a thing and he's like Arrow goes and touches his hand and reads his mind he's like but you have you are on your way to the Cullens and then they kill him so they're gathering up their own people as well they but they didn't come with that many people like don't those people already live there how do they have so much strength if there's only like five of them some of them live there but some of them live elsewhere and they were also killing off vampires who were going to help the Cullens they were busy Okay. All right, I'll buy it. Yeah, and I like when they go up north to go see Arena's family and stuff. And like you said, he gives them no warning and then they just pull out Renezme out of the car. And there's like this like a mini fight because it's a crime and get her away from us and stuff like that. And Edward's just like, mm. well, your sister didn't let us explain, so this is on you now, so you have to help us. And they're like, yeah, fair. I have that same thing. Like, why is it on her because her sister did that? Like, if you go do I something, know. I'm not taking responsibility for it. I'm like, she's on her own. Um, also, like, the way they rocked up there was so weird. It was like some creepy double date. <laughs> with um. It was, actually. <laughs> It was a super creepy double date with, like, Bella and her husband and her daughter and her husband's... Daughter's daughter's future future boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And the next thing I wanted to talk about was um, Benjamin, so Rami Malek's character who could um, control the elements. Um, I thought he was, like, the coolest character in the movie, honestly. He did have really cool powers. But, like, the thing for me about him was um, he was... un. He was underutilized in the fight scene. I know we talked about that it wasn't a real fight scene, but it was yeah. meant to be based on reality, right? Like that's what would happen if they did fight. Yeah. He was really underutilized. Literally just freeze everyone. I know. Like, there's so much he could do. It took like, I don't know, towards the end of the fight scene basically. And he's like, oh, yeah, why didn't I crack this earth? Yeah, I know. And also how did he crack it so deep? It's only like two meters deep and there's lava now. Like mm. I wish he had more screen time. Yeah. No, I agree. He was a good character and he had the coolest powers. And then I think Zafina had the make people see what she wants. And it was really funny to me in that scene where she was demonstrating that. And um, like you see Edward and Bella and everyone kind of transported. But apparently Bella couldn't see it because, you know, how the powers don't work on her. Yeah. It's convenient to the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Of course. um, Yeah. She had really cool powers. Yeah. She was like, I don't see what you're seeing. Why again? Why didn't they use her power to make it like so that she they can't see where the rest of the Cullens and stuff are? Exactly. Like their powers were really underutilized. And then I like how they just called like a bunch of vampires to this small town in Forks. And all um Bella says is their thirst for human blood complicated the situation. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want your whole town to die? Well, they're not going to because the 
young werewolves that were like 12 years old since that there were more vampires. So they had to phase really young. Um, and also the puppy wolves were so cute. That was I cute. liked when the puppy wolf was stumbling through the forest and Jacob's just there like, you're okay, you're okay. Everything's fine. Yeah, I know. And then also two other vampires that the Carlisle, the Carlisles, <laughs> the Cullens didn't invite <laughs> was, yeah. they should be called the Carlisles, honestly. He's the one leading everything. Vladimir and Stefan. Yes, Vladimir and Stefan. They had the worst accents I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I also like, who was it that referred to them later on as Dracula 1 and Dracula 2? That was hilarious to me. One of the best lines in the movie. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but it was very funny. Yeah, do you recognize who um, Vladimir was? No. Like I said, I have face blindness. <laughs> His Mickey from Shameless. Mickey from Shameless. Which one's? Which Ian's one's boyfriend. Again? Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Is he? I don't recognize him at all. Oh, he does. Yes, I do. I recognize yeah. him in a picture that looks like him. Actu- his actual self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does not look like himself at all in um, yeah. Twilight. Yeah, okay. I see it now. No, I didn't recognize that it was him. Um, hmm. But yeah, I did really like the Dracula 1 and Dracula 2. Yeah, I comment. thought that was funny. Yeah, they've invited themselves and they want to challenge the Volturi. They've been waiting for ages. Because the Volturi are like suffer than we thought. Apparently, they basically blackmail to people to join their guard so what they do is like they pretend that you got what was it that they did they had like a scam going where they pretended that they yeah um arrow pretends yeah that he read your thoughts and that he's done something really bad but he'll forgive it if you join the coven yeah that's what it was like literally blackmailing people to join like it's outrageous um, did you like yeah. that Alex power was that he can like produce smoke that gets rid of people's sight, sound and touch? Yeah. Like that's such a specific, weirdly specific skill that like. What was he like when he was human then? So you know how like. <laughs> okay. So if that was like what you had before you turned, like Bella was already couldn't be read, her, her mind couldn't be read, etc. So she's a shield. Yeah. Um, so, like, what was he in his previous life? He just farted real bad. What <laughs> <laughs> he was? Yeah. Yes, really horrible vapors in the gas that would blind people. Here comes three bean Alec. Um. So we kind of mentioned this already, but when she goes to see Jay Jenks, um, Jasper had placed an order for Bella to pick up, and it's a passport for Jake and Renesme and some papers and stuff so that they can go on the run if things go messy, right? Um, but my question here is, Renesme is growing like eight times as fast as every other baby. Yeah. How did Alice get a future picture of Renesme? Yes, <laughs> I know. That is a good question. I had a similar question. Like, she better run now because she's going to be too old for it. <laughs> I know she just had a vision of what she would look like and she described it to him or maybe they had the foresight of like backdating the picture so that it was like oh yeah this picture yeah. was two years ago <laughs> yeah maybe so that she so that she was she looked two years older by the time it was a month later I don't know yeah I don't know but um for me the thing with that whole sending um Jacob away with Renesmee thing was also really badly done like yeah first of all why did they have to wait till the last freaking minute like why was that a backup plan 
Because as you saw in that yeah. fight flash, someone hunted them down. That's what the thing yeah. was. They, may yeah. have gotten, they might not have gotten away. That's a terrible plan. Why wasn't her plan to go tell Jacob, take her, get out of here, go wherever you want, and then like, stay there until we call. We could too. And yeah, or even if like she didn't want, they didn't want to know where they were so the Volturi wouldn't find out. Be like, you call us in like a month or a day or a week and and we'll tell you when yeah. you come. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many better ways to do that. Why would you literally take your daughter out onto a battlefield? Yeah, I guess plan A was to see that she was half human, but they could have But like, also, I don't know. Right, that was the whole thing of the witnesses, right? Everyone has witnessed that she's half yeah. human. Go touch all these people and you'll be yes. believe them. Yes, yes, exactly. There was no need for her to be there, and it was just stupid and risky. The next thing I have is um, basically the start of the fight scene, and um, yeah, same. When, when um, they bring Renesme to Arrow, and yeah, she's like standing right in front of him. The laugh that he had was ridiculous to me. Oh my god, yes! I hear her strange heart. I know. <laughs> It was. It was so, like, manical. It was crazy. It just wasn't the vibe. It was pretty creepy. And then she's like, after this man has just, like, cackled in your face, go touch him, please. And then he's like, magnifico. Yeah, I know. And then, yeah. Like, we get it, you're Italian. Biggest injustice. I know. Justice for Irina. She did not deserve that. I agree. Woman did what she thought was right, admitted she made a mistake, and then just got slaughtered. My issue with the fight scene and even like before the fight scene when they're walking onto the snowy field where they've had like 8,000 half fights before. um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, they're like walking so slow. Like you're all literally vampires. Just get there in a second and move, move on, man. Like why are you all walking at human speed to each other? It's going to take you 20 minutes to get to the middle of the field. Yeah, that is a really good point. Because, like, even at home, they're, like, leaping into chairs and shit, right? But yeah. slowly across the battlefield. Yes. And then, like, my note later on is, like, after they're done slow-mo, because I write here, slow-mo walk to each other, slow-mo walk here, slow-mo walk there. And then I write, <laughs> Alice slow-mo yeah. drop kicks arrow in the face. Because <laughs> she's barely <laughs> moving. She's, like, moving at, <laughs> at like... I don't know, like one kilometer an hour. It's the slowest kick I've ever seen, even for a vampire. Yeah. And they're just like, oh shit. <laughs> and also, my other note is um, Arrow sends his slowest vampire after Jacob and Renesme because he's just running at human pace while Jacob is running normally. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my god, I didn't realize this at the time, but it's so true. <laughs> you, the crippled one with a limp, go after them. <laughs> Yeah, they did say that, but but they're just being arrogant. There's no way they're faster because they literally, like, teleport across the house and Jacob is still there, like, scratching his ass. So funny. So I decided, so then, um, after this battle scene. Yeah. um, And we realise that it's all fake. I mean, you know. Yeah. It was a vision of what could have happened that Arrow was seeing. Yeah. And he decided not to have the fight. Um, So where Alice had gone, 
was to go and get the um, hybrid kid. So this this kid is also like um, Renesmee. He was born yeah. to a human mother and a vampire dad. Yeah. And um, he, we find out that he's 150 years old. He aged out at 70 years old. And he can yep. live on um, both blood and Him. human food. Yeah. Uh, and I decided that this is the way to go. So you know how in Twilight 1 we were debating werewolf or vampire? I want to be a hybrid. Yeah. Kid. I know. Same. This is the way to go. This is the real conversation we need to be having. I know. I want to have tiramisu and also be super fast and beautiful. <laughs> yes, exactly. This kid is living the best life. I know. And also, can I say, I call him kid. He's 150 years old. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, yeah. What I would love to see actually is, so for Renesmee to not end up with Jacob and for mm-hmm. the two hybrids to have a kid so we can see whether they continue to live as hybrids like would they create another hybrid human no they have two kids right and one is full vampire and one's full human (laughs) they got the wrong sides (laughs) 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 if that happened i would just i know if that happened to me i would just be like guys once i'm like 20 bite me like please (laughs) keep me alive until 20 and then bite me yeah um something i wrote down that i thought was funny the hybrid vampire kid slash 150 year old after his mum died during childbirth (laughs) yes kid slash duck pig um he um after his mum died during childbirth he's like my aunt raised me and i um turned her so he's like newborn baby who turned five in 10 minutes and then just bit her she's like well shit what do i do now have to raise my sister's weird child (laughs) because he was teething i know she must have been going through it yeah oh my god i can't imagine this that's the spin-off story i need I need to know how she coped with this. Her pregnancy would have been as traumatic as um, Bella's. Bella's. She didn't know what the hell was going on either. She's like, why did my sister's back just snap? And why is she bleeding out everywhere? She just like deteriorates and dies. And this child goes up and is like throwing out the speed of light. (laughs) And she's like fighting its teeth as she's trying to change her diaper. Oh, that's so funny. The aunt was the aunt deserves her own spin-off. I hope she's mentioned in the TV show that's coming out. Yeah, I agree. I think she needs her own show. She needs her own movie. She's the real star. Um, and also he lets them know that because part of the thing that Bella and Ed were stressed about is that they don't know how long Renesmee is going to live because they don't know when she's going to age to, if she's going to stop aging, or if she's just going to be a hundred next week and die. Like, yeah. they don't know what the deal is, but the half-vamp man has told them that he hasn't aged um, mm-hmm. after seven years after he transformed. So after seven years, he was like a 22-year-old or something, and yeah, that was it for him. He just stopped aging, which is good. It means Renesmee's not dying. Um, Agree she's not dying. <laughs> yeah, Agree not dying. And then my next note is that Arrow sees that everyone is going to die, so they everyone hugs and kisses and they move on. 
and 10 seconds <laughs> yeah and 10 seconds after this it's no longer winter like before they even leave like to go home it's no longer winter everything is melting oh i didn't even notice that <laughs> yeah when everyone's leaving everything's melting and they're just going through the forest and it's green again i personally think the best line of the movie was when Jacob goes up to when Edward goes up to Jacob and is like, "Oh, you know, I'm glad Renesme has you." And Jacob's like, "Should I start calling you Dad?" <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Okay, I have two words about this. Fuck up. Like, oh I know. God. Remember when you were gonna kill him because you wanted to date her mom? <laughs> yeah. This is like when I messaged you and I was like, Stephanie Meyer ain't right. Like, yeah. Is something going on here. That was not funny. I mean, it was funny, like, it was messed up. But like, yeah. Imagine them having to explain to your child bride that like, oh, by the way, I was in love with your mother for five years. But it was I you know. in the ovary. I know. Oh. Imagine being like to your mommy, to your wife, sorry. My first kiss was with your mother. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. It's getting cringier by the minute. I know. I almost made out with your dad in a tent. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> While we were fighting over your mother. I know. And then Alice sees this vision of um, Renesmee growing up and being with Jacob at the beach with Edward and Bella and everyone's happy. And Edward sees yeah, this as well and he's date. happy. Yeah, another double date. Everyone's yeah. always happy. Edward and Bella are back in their lavender field where she shows him her thoughts. And they smooch. They're like, no one has ever loved yeah. anybody as much as I love you. And he's like, one exception. Smooch, smooch, smooch. Yeah. And not, the exception wasn't their kid. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, so, like, I didn't understand what this was. I didn't – my comment here was, can she now show people montages? I thought no, she showed him her because thoughts. Because I think she was practicing to be able to bring down her shield for him. Oh, is that what she was practicing? That makes sense. Yeah. When I said, when I saw that she said, I've been practicing, I was like, who the hell was she practicing showing her love montages to? Okay, that's even worse. So that was her thoughts. She just sat there and thought, remember the time I saw him in science? Remember the time I saw him in a school? Remember the time I saw him at our wedding and we slow dance? Remember the time I saw him? Like, was that what she was thinking? Yeah, exactly right. She was like, remember when you thought I stunk? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was when she was showing him a montage honestly yeah um something i really liked about the movie was actually like the end credits where they're doing like flipping through the books and showing character names and then being like showing the actual pictures and stuff of them and scenes of the movie like from all of the series i thought that was really cool i like that sort of effect so yeah. so right. what so do you um rate this movie? movie oh i asked first i just asked you I asked you. I finished seven years ago. I finished seven years ago. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I stopped aging seven seven years after I died. I think I rate this like three days ago. (laughs) Oh, true. (laughs) Um, I think I rate it like a solid four and a half. Like it's a pretty excellent movie. Yeah. For its genre. Didn't you rate Twilight one? Did you rate Twilight one a five? No, I didn't. I said it wasn't quite right because um, I think I rated it a four yeah. because I think I said it wasn't quite right and I didn't like how sped up it was like towards the end. It felt like two different movies. Mm. Mm. But I think like 
looking at the series as yeah. a whole, I would reevaluate my ratings. Like I would give Twilight one, like a three and a half for nostalgia, then Twilight two a three, um, Twilight three a four, Twilight four a two and a half to three, and then this like a four and a half. Yeah, that's my new ratings. Fair. Yeah, I give this one a four and a half too. To be honest, I really, I like, I enjoyed it. It was not anywhere near as bad as I was expecting. It was the best one of the yeah. series. For a real shock, you just need to watch Twilight one and then immediately watch Breaking Dawn part two and see the massive differences. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the movies got better over time. Like, I think each one was better yeah. than the last. And so, for me, having like started watching them when they were coming out and the first one was terrible and then like stopping to watch them after the second one. That was probably not the right move because they got better after that. Yeah. There's not many movies where you can say like the sequels are better, but this one is an exception to that. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like it got better. Um, And yeah, this one was was my favorite one of all the movies. So some of you might've noticed that um, Sadie had to disappear um for the second half of the recording um unfortunately she wasn't feeling very well and um was just like coughing up a lung in our recording so we said that she could just catch up with us um for the next recording which will be Shadewood yeah so thanks for following us on this Twilight Saga journey it was a ride and a half (laughs) um and it was really cool you know, watching it with someone who hadn't seen all of the movies before. I personally love Twilight, um, as everyone knows, and it was great re-watching it with my sisters. But yeah, so let us know what you think and um, if there's any other series or TV shows or sagas or anything you want us to cover specifically, and we'll see what we can do. You yeah. can reach out to us on our socials. Um, we're at Sister Worst on Twitter and at Worcestershire on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and TikTok. And you can also email us at worstestershire at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you next time for Shadewood. Ready for a hada bum? Yep. Okay. One, two, three. Hada bum. Hada bum. That was so bad. <laughs>